Hello and welcome to Babe Cave. I am Amanda Pollock and this is the head first episode and the very last episode of season one. Crazy, crazy. I I wanted to have the season end with this topic of head first because I think that it kind of is a good wrap up for the season and themes that we've talked about, uh, both with my solo episodes and interviews. And I wanted to to leave you with these these words uh, before we part ways for a bit. So I have shared this story before. Uh, so apologies if you've already heard it, but I'm going to go into some more detail. Uh, for this episode, but I've shared about how when my sister turned 18, she wanted to go skydiving. Her boyfriend at the time, who's now her husband, had kind of coordinated a lot of this stuff for her 18th birthday for a group to go skydiving. I had always had it on a bucket list, and I was like, oh, this is the opportunity. And then reality set in of that I would be jumping from a plane high in the sky. I could die. I hate heights too. I I don't like Ferris wheels. I don't. Mm-mm. There's a, there's a Ferris wheel at the boardwalk in Santa Monica. And I've been on it a handful of times. And I was like, I'm going to die. And it was always because somebody was in town and they wanted to do it. And it was scary. Anyway, I don't like heights. I don't, but it's this thing that I always said I wanted to do, go skydiving. It seems, you know, that's a bucket. That is a thing that a lot of people say they want to do. So anyway, I started thinking about it. I started having nightmares. I started, you know, just imagining what it would be like to plummet to your death. Like, what if the parachute doesn't deploy? What if you get detached from your instructor? Because, you do not get to go by yourself the first time. People ask me that so many times. I was like, do you really think that they're going to let somebody jump out of a plane all by themselves their very first time? Crazy. So anyway, I had all these just anxiety moments. And I was like, maybe I shouldn't go because this is kind of stressing me out too much. And I told my sister and they were like, yeah, we kind of figured that you weren't going to go. And so I was like, oh, oh well, I'm going to go now. And I just remember on the day, I was still having anxiety. I couldn't eat anything. I was terrified. I had thought about this thing so much, so much. It consumed so, so many of my conversations. Th- that really kind of had turned into all of my conversations. Um, I was researching. I was asking a lot of people. And there was a girl who I worked with and I told her about it and she was like, oh, that's awesome. I've been skydiving. She's also not a person I would think had gone. And she said, she was like, there is this moment after the parachute deploys. And she said, it's the quietest I've ever experienced anything. So she was like, that's, that was the coolest part. And I was like, oh, interesting. Okay. That sounds really nice. That sounds really lovely. I want to get to that part. I want to skip all the other stuff. I just want to get to that. So I I get there. We go. We watch a VHS tape that had been made like 20 years before that. Uh, 
doesn't really tell you a whole lot or I didn't remember a whole lot. I was just like, I really hope my instructor knows what he's doing because my brain could not take in all of that information. And when you get into the plane, there's nowhere to go. People will tell you, oh, if you don't really want to go, like once you get up there, they won't make you. That's not true. (laughs) At least that wasn't true for my experience. You know, there's people who have to get out at all heights and levels and whatever. And the planes just aren't that big. So you got to go. And watching people fall before me was really, really scary because it's super trippy. Like if you've ever been uh, at like a waterfall or something and seen people jump before you, or even just been up there if you're not jumping, but you see people jump into especially like water or like this is, you know, they're jumping into clouds. So you can't see what happens on the other side. I think there's something really jarring about that. But the closer you get to the open door on the plane, the closer you are to just seeing people just falling. And you're like, where do they go? What happened? You can't see anything. So the closer that we get, I'm like, oh boy. Oh, it's really happening. There was a level of safety in every other level. I was okay watching the safety video because I was like, okay, well, I'm not there yet. I was okay in the plane, like at the back because I was like, okay, well, I'm not there yet. But as people keep falling and I keep being pushed up to the door, I'm like, this is going to happen. And I only know this because I have a DVD of my jump But I was holding on to this bar that was above the door, holding on to it for dear life, and I didn't want to let it go. And my instructor, like, peeled my fingers off, put them on my harness, and and then you kind of rock back three times. And then on the third, you push yourself forward and you do like a, cause you're sitting on the edge. You don't actually jump. You're sitting on the edge and you just fall forward. And I remember vividly like falling and doing a somersault. And as we come over on the other side, looking at the plane and thinking like, this is awesome. At 9,000 like feet, I couldn't think about anything. I couldn't stress out about anything. I was still breathing. I was still enjoying stuff. Like all of the pictures that I have, I have the biggest smile on my face. It was just so cool. I had made it. Like there wasn't anything, you can't do anything. At that point, it's like, well, I'm out here. Okay, I hope everything works out because there's literally nothing that you can do as that person in that position to change anything if anything happens. So I was like, okay. And uh, then, you know, the the parachute opens like 30 some odd seconds after that. And I do remember when that parachute opened and just being able to like look out uh, at the valley um and like you could kind of see, we jumped uh, in in Davis in Northern California in Yolo County, and it was like you could just see for miles and miles and miles and miles, and you could see the hills and the farms, and it just it was awesome. And 
once I got down, it was like, almost kind of like, well, what's the big deal? I kind of wanted to go again. I kind of wish that I would have gone, that we could have gone to like a, a higher altitude. So our, our fall could have been longer. I look at that DVD that I have and see this girl who is so scared. And I just want to tell her like, it's going to be okay. I remember talking to an instructor before. Um, no, I'm sorry. He wasn't an instructor. He was just this guy who had gone skydiving for the first time a few weeks before that and then had been on like eight to ten jumps after that. He just loved it so much. And I remember him telling us, like as we were walking up, he was like, I'm, he's like, listen, skydiving is going to give you a confidence that will carry you through so many other things. He was like, I promise. He was like, it is, it is something that like no one will ever be able to take away from you. It's something that you can know. Like I did that. I was scared. I still did it. I got this, whatever it is. And after we were done, I was like, he's so right. That it's just a crazy thing. To think that I couldn't, to think I was so afraid the whole time. And and then once I did it, I was like, wow, that was it? That was all? Okay. Um, what's next? We let things manifest into bigger things sometimes than they actually are. Yes, jumping out of a plane is an extremely big deal. I'm not negating that. I, I don't think that it's not. But what I built up in my mind was not the same thing that happened. And I think sometimes we are safe in the observing portion of whatever it is that we're doing at that time. So like I said, I was safe when I, we were planning and we were doing stuff to a certain point. And then once things started really happening, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't really want to do this because this is getting too real. I don't want to jump. I don't, I don't want to do it. And nothing good happens when we're just observing. Nothing good happens when that's all we do. Yes, like I am someone who learns by watching other people, but at a certain point, I have to get up on stage and do it for myself. I have to put a podcast out and do it for myself and figure out what I like and what I want to do. I We all have those things. If you're, I mean, a, an artist or a photographer or, and even even if you're not a creative in that way, which I believe everybody has creativity, but like we all have our own things of, well, that would be too scary. I don't know if I would want to do that. I don't know if I'd want to put myself out there. I don't know if I would want to take that risk. The more risks you take to whatever degrees they are, the easier it becomes. And last year, I took so long to create this show. It it was a long process. My first thoughts of it came like the first first thoughts of it um came in about July, like middle of summer, but before that, I was trying to figure out 
what exactly I wanted to do. I didn't really, I kind of thought about podcasts, but I didn't know exactly what it was. And there was a safety in recording episodes and not putting them out, doing things and not having anyone hear them. And then when I put out my first episode, even the, like the teaser, I was like, huh, okay, wow, that doesn't feel so scary. But before I was spending so much time editing stuff, I was making sure that everything was super perfect. And if you've listened really at all, like nothing is perfect. And I don't really want it to be. I I don't, I don't need it. I, I don't even, I don't even have intro music because I didn't want to bother with it. I didn't think that it mattered. And I've talked to a lot of people who are like, yeah, it doesn't really bother me because we all have our own thing. But when I was inside of my space, whether it was before I jumped out of a plane or before I released Babe Cave to the world, there is a safety in that place. But what happens when we decide that we have to open the door for other people to come in? We have to open the door for other opportunities. Jumping is a really good thing sometimes. I think that, yes, there are, there are places where you should be cautious, but I think so often we live in this world of safety and we don't want to take a chance because we could fail or somebody could think that we look silly or, oh, well, I don't want to be that girl with just another podcast talking about blah, blah, blah. I don't want to be that person posting stuff on social media talking about my new book or new business or whatever it is. But then when you start doing it, I honestly believe that you have that moment like like I did when I was flipping back and I'm looking at this plane. I'm like, this is awesome. Allow yourself those moments. Yes, like we should absolutely prepare for stuff and whatever and anxiety and all of that stuff is natural and whatever, but... Remember what it's like to fall like head first, whether it's in love for a job, a relationship for yourself, for a passion project. There are so many things that we can do and contribute to the world when we just take that step back and we're like, no, let's remember what it's like just to have fun and just be like, okay, we'll just see what happens. Okay, I don't have all of the answers, but you know what? I'm just, I'm going to trust my instincts. I'm going to trust my intuition. We'll figure it out. We don't let ourselves do that so much. And we tell ourselves that it's too scary, that there are too many things that we could lose. So why even bother? Why even bother? Why bother saying that you want a certain business or a career because somebody might think that you're silly or stupid or that it's a waste of time? Why even say that you want to travel the world and you have no idea how to do it and maybe you want to be a travel blogger and that's like the thing that you really want and you don't know how exactly you're going to do it and you don't even want to tell people 
about it because you think that they might think it's crazy. We we downplay the things that we really want, the things that we really believe will feel like we're jumping out of an airplane because we're afraid that maybe we'll like it. There's a, there's a vulnerability in there when you're falling head first, when you're jumping in head first, when you're like, okay, I'm going to go. I have no idea what's on the other side of this waterfall, whatever. When you can't see the, when you can't see the end, you can't see the bottom. You know, that's what makes it so scary with jumping out of a plane or doing whatever. You can't see what's on the other side. But if we enjoy the moments in between, if we enjoy the moments that happen just at the beginning and then it's like, okay, you're going to figure it out at some point. You know, someone's going to figure it out. If you have an instructor or your body or whatever, your reflexes are better than you think. Give yourself time and space to jump head first and see what happens because I guarantee that it's not as scary as you think. Thank you for tuning in this whole season, wherever you popped in, if you were at the very beginning, you've just been listening, halfway, whatever, if you have catching up to do, I don't care. I appreciate you. And I am so glad that we were on this journey together this season. I hope that you will continue it with me next year. Pop on over to amandapollock.com, send me an email, let's keep chatting. I I love you and I'm so excited that you are here in the cave and that you're going to continue to be with me and I can't wait to be with you next season.